0: Hey, Google, play some music. Hello and good morning and welcome to the Google Stadia show. My name is Donnie Reese. What's going on? I've got Dev. I've got Jared. He's back. Look at this. Woohoo! Jared, I thought you quit on us
1: for a moment. No, life life gets in the way of, of Google, unfortunately. Life gets in the way of, of Devin, of Mo.
0: Life gets in the way of a lot of folks, Justin. I mean, that that is the PSVG way. It sure but is. But we need you to come, we need you to come, Shaq, man. We need you to come PSVG. See, the, like, the whole idea of the Google Stadia show was like a gateway drug for Jared. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're going to do it like <laughs> once a month. It'll be super easy. And then it's like, but do you want to do these other shows? You want to do some more stuff? Yeah. You, you, you want to do some artwork?
1: Nathan's asked me to be on on the Xbox show a couple times but there you go it's always like hey we're recording in like 10 minutes and it's a that's, sunday that's night Nathan. and you got to get on right now <laughs> like no that is the Nathan <laughs> way single
0: time it's like hey hey you want to do the empire show Oh, that sounds great when you do it we started 5 minutes ago like can you can you
2: jump? <laughs> dev how you doing man i'm doing just fine i've been up for half an hour now almost fell asleep waiting for you
0: <laughs> waiting for me it was like
2: five minutes no i was up at five thirty. so yeah and then i got sleepy oh. <laughs> oh okay i got you
0: i thought you meant like from the time we were scheduled until the time we uh, started <laughs>
2: i got up early just in case because if i don't set my alarm early enough i will roll over and go back to sleep and that's gonna be it so mm, mm, yeah i kind of did
0: the same thing <sighs> Early early morning recordings. Gotta love them. Gotta love them, um, gentlemen. We've got Stadia news. We've got lots of Stadia news. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We are uh, just under a month away from launch. This is pre-Stadia Eve, pre-launch show. I just want to check in before we break down the news and start talking about all these details. Like how
1: how how are you feeling? How's the what's the height meter? Uh, for me, it's like a seven. I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm excited for the service and the technology, but a lot of news that's come out has kind of dampened that because it's getting away from my use case. But I'm excited to see it because, I mean, once it's fully available and all of the stuff that they've promised, hopefully that'll be really good. But as far as launch is concerned, it's dampened just a little bit. But we'll, we'll I feel like it was that. like the line out
0: of the Cell Saga and Dragon Ball Z. It's like once it reaches its full promise, <laughs> it will be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, Dev, what's your height meter, man? Um,
2: I'd probably say about the same as seven, but it's not really so much anything because of the news. It's just that it's going to be a portable destiny machine for me. That's that's really what it's going to be for me at launch. Um, so. Yeah, Solid 7. Let's go. I'll get it in my hands. Play me some Destiny at lunch at, at, lunch, at work. um, And wherever else I happen to be, if I just want to jump in and do that, yeah. But other than that, you know, that, that was all I was really super hyped about was just being able to play that game portably for right now. Because there's not a whole lot else I was going to do with it at the time. So
0: 7 just seems high for me. So I'll just say I'm a 6. Because uh, if I'm thinking of a 5 as like meh, I'm definitely better than meh, but not much better. So... I'll come in at a six, and let's just jump into the news. All right, this came out about a week ago, week ish ago, maybe almost two weeks ago now. The Stadia controller can only be used wirelessly when playing with a Chromecast Ultra for any device. So phones, Chromebooks, all of that—you got to plug it in. You got to use a wire. What did you guys when this when this came out? How, how did this, this change your thoughts or anything? Did it bother you at all?
1: Um, it didn't. It doesn't bother me. I mean, if... It, bother might be the wrong word. If, if you've got your phone on a clip with the Stadia controller, you know, what's really the difference between plugging in a cable versus having it wireless? They're three inches from each other, so it's not like it really matters. Um, the only thing I think it is it just... It seems weird. Like, if it can do wireless with the Ultra and it's all... It's all running off of Stadia's servers. What does it matter if you're using a phone mm. or a Chrome tab? Like, isn't it all the same thing? I mean, there's probably some differences. Like, there's probably a reason why they're not doing it. Chase wirelessly. was saying
0: that there was like a, a breakdown and maybe like other signal interference was causing issues. It's and then possible. And they had to work through that, like with other Wi Fi and other Bluetooth signals that they, you know, was harder to deal with.
1: Yeah, it, it's possible. I mean, because I guess, yeah, because wirelessly. If you're using your phone and you're not connected to Wi-Fi, then it would have to be Bluetooth to the phone. Like You're not going to be able to like do a hotspot and play Stadia and connect the Stadia controller to the hotspot. Correct. So Correct. I guess that makes sense. Um, they don't want to connect the Stadia via Bluetooth yet. Maybe that comes with an update later on. No, they said Bluetooth
0: might come later. Dev, I'm going to go ahead and tee this one up for you. I... Um, I won't say I was let down cause I was going to plug it into my Chromebook most anyways. I already said that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, I, I hated that this news dropped. I hated the time that it dropped cause it basically cancels out or null and voids the demonstration that they showed everybody kind of what they were selling the system as when, when they came out and tried to tell us what stadia was, they had multiple devices where they walked from, one to the next to the next to the next and they're like look i got this come this controller and it plays on my phone it plays on my tablet and it plays on my chromebook and my tv and it's like well it does but it definitely doesn't like that so i i kind of feel like uh like tricked like hoodwinked is like a little bait and switch they showed us an idea for a product they had but they they sold it in that demonstration as this is how it'll work they took pre-orders under those pretenses
2: yeah
0: yeah and uh I don't like that. I don't like that from any company, anybody. Like I don't like that at all. That's uh, I'm still going to get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like, you know, I'm not ready to go like picket and like carry a sign or anything <laughs> like that. You know, like I get it. Technology's hard, but at the same time, I feel like that must be called out. Like that's 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 kind of garbage. I'd say that for any company that ever does anything like that.
2: Yeah, they definitely hoodwinked us, bamboozled us, and led us astray with that one because. The idea of being able to just go from device to device to device with this wireless controller um, seemed kind of awesome. But then in reality, yeah. I have to plug into every single device as I go. They got worse. It got worse
0: <laughs> because they were like, here's how it'll work. It'll work all your phones, all your Chromebooks, all your tablets, your PC. And then since then, it's like, it'll work right. on some phones. <laughs> it'll work on... Some Chromebooks, and then like, it'll work, and you got to plug on it in some phones with a, with a cord. It's like, how far? Like, why didn't you just give us a box at this point? Right. Like, the whole point was one of the major. I won't say this. One of the major selling points of Stadia was convenience mm-hmm. and ease of use, and it seems like ever since they said that, it's become less convenient and less easier to use. And um, yeah, not not a fan of. Of this announcement. Also not a fan of like how they announced it. It's like kind of low key. <laughs> it's like some fine printers like, hey, it's not going to, you got to, you got to use, you got to use a wire. See, it's this like, is, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is where
1: I think they would have, um, avoided a lot of this flack and, and people calling them out for selling something that they're not actually providing is if they would have just called it a beta. Like. Yeah, this is obviously yep. yeah. a beta launch. Not everything is ready, and and not that launches most things aren't ready. Yeah, not that launches there won't be things ready, but like the main draw of Stadia won't be ready, and so why not just yep. call this a beta? Like yep, it, it you can still sell a beta. Like you still got to sell mm-hmm. the controller. You got to sell the Chromecast Ultra. You know, there's still things that people can buy, um, but. Even to give us three months of of Stadia um, Pro seems odd because it's just it's basically a beta launch. Like that's really what Mm -hmm. it is. They're launching into we should have.
0: I mean, in my opinion, we should have Pro until the base launches. Yeah, like they
1: should have called this a beta. If they would have said this is the Stadia beta launch, we're gonna test it out, get a bunch of data, whatever. I think they would have avoided a lot of flack. Yeah,
0: Google Stadia Early Adopters Program. You guys are going to help us fine-tune this thing before we launch it in April or whatever.
2: Yeah. And it's not like yeah. Google hasn't done betas for other projects before. So it's like, why are you so against calling this what it really is?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Now I got one extra thing that they, they t- kind of tacked on here. Stadia will not be allowed to be played over broadband or cellular signals at all. Bleh. So even when you go to use your phone or your tablet, you must be on Wi-Fi. And this is one that I think I'm even more upset over because like that, again, going back to the original pitch, when you tell folks you can play on your phone, the assumption, the lowest common denominator is cell phone signal. Mm -hmm. That's what that means. (laughs) Like it doesn't mean on Wi-Fi. That's not the other shoe to drop there. And uh, yeah, this is uh, this is kind of a pain. Because it was one of the things that I was looking forward to testing and talking about when right. it launches was like, here's how it plays at home. Here's how it plays on the go. Well, I'm not going to be on the go. I'll be somewhere else, but I'm not on the go. I'll be somewhat stationary connected to a, a Wi-Fi. And, um, yeah, it just seems like a, a real big missed opportunity. Kind of a kind of real dampening little announcement.
2: Yeah, and to make that even worse is like if I have to be on Wi-Fi with the phone and I still got to plug my controller in, I can't just go <laughs> Wi-Fi cuz everything's on Wi-Fi. It's just like, what are you what, huh? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, not not the best not the best story for them uh 30 days out from launch. I could imagine. I mean, I don't know. I was never I mean, I'm all in. I'm all in on this, so I was never considering canceling. I could I could appreciate if somebody did though. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if there's somebody not, you know not into this for so much for the technology, they really wanted as a product, like really losing. I want to say, or, you know, let me ask you guys a question then. Are you guys losing faith in them being able to like realize this this thing that they've tried to present to us?
1: No. Okay. I, I <laughs> both of you. I'm nice. Not, yeah, I'm not losing faith. I I believe they'll be able to deliver on the technology. I just think it's going to be a a slow rollout for everything else. I don't know how slow, but obviously not for launch. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say I mean, I'm, I'm losing faith.
0: If we're assuming the base launches 6 months after, you know, this this November launch happens, do you have faith that in 6 months from now all this stuff's going to be in there? Oof. I don't know about Ooh, that. That's a good question. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could be a long beta,
1: guys. I think I think in two years Stadia could be great, but I don't, <laughs> I don't I think, know about for the base launch.
2: Yeah, I think they have to have it together with everything in there by by next fall. Like that, that has to be the goal by next fall if not sooner yeah i mean with the new consoles also coming out like you want to be able to offer some kind of competition to that and if you don't have all your features set and ready to go by the time these next consoles come out with their own streaming stuff then you've lost the fight you have to you have to have what you position this thing as and what it's supposed to be what you um promoted it as ready to go yeah within at least a year i think anything outside of that and it's just let's go ahead and uh, chalk it up as a little and get rid of it
0: be honest yeah. mm, that's good because i was going to say that i mean this would be another prime scenario where google's money could come in to help because if it's going to take that long they're going to have to eat it and um i mean i, I i've said this multiple times i think st- i still think launches matter and i think early impressions matter and if This thing comes out and it's, you know, I don't want to say broken because I think it's going to play the games that we want to play. Broken is too harsh of a word. Mm -hmm. But if all these features are missing and they don't work and everybody writes it off, they're going to have a much harder issue trying to get them back. Mm -hmm. It's so much harder to build momentum than it is to sustain momentum, especially when you get put in that negative space where the collective mindset is just this is bad. Then uh, you're going to have a hard time getting people to even try it. You're going to have to start giving away controllers and stuff just to get people in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so pretty rough look, well, pretty rough look here early on. Uh, even, let's move on to the, even with all these missing
1: features, hopefully when it does launch in November, <laughs> it works. Like, I think as long as it works really well, even for the limited feature set that it will have, if it works, I don't think it'll be so negative. So I what people I will actually trust it, what I can say is it does work. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs>
0: spoilers it. hold on to that, yeah, hold on for to Google. that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes yes i i do agree with you jared if, as long as it plays in the game as well um they can afford to take some time to get some of this other stuff um, but i do think the mobile piece was a big sell i think it was a big sell to a lot of people and if you don't have it if you don't get it soon then i think that's going to be an issue
1: it was for me because my use <clears> case was i can play it at home and mm-hmm. then i can go at work and at work yeah We can connect to the Wi-Fi, but, like, they lock down anything. And you've got to think. So I have to use my mobile connection. And if I can't use Stadia on my mobile connection, then I'm just using it at home. And that kind of defeats the purpose for me. But you got to think every
0: IT department everywhere will have Stadia blocked in, like, by January. (laughs) You would think. Yeah, they don't know about it yet. But the moment that their bandwidth starts going through the roof, they're going to be like, wait a second, what?
1: Ever since November 19th, we've been using, like, two terabytes every month.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> you are going to get, like, one or two solid days of use, <laughs> and then that thing is totally terminated. You're like, my IT team is really good. I think I can get away with it for about 48 hours, when <laughs> and then they're going to find out. are
2: the IT team, you can set exceptions
0: in place for certain people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. All um, right. This one just came out, and this is this is pretty good. And then we've got updates since then. Um, if you pre-ordered Stadia, you might have to wait for it. So Founders Editions and Premier Editions are being sent out on a first-come, first-served basis. And it's possible that even if you pre-ordered them, you may not have the, you access yours on launch day, November 19th. Now, if you've pre-ordered this, the, the recent update is that yesterday, Google started updating pre-orders in the system with expected due dates. I do believe the expected due dates right now are somewhat generic. They seem to be in certain waves. So if you pre-ordered on launch day, I think everybody that pre-ordered on announcement day is basically set for like November 20th, 21st. And then if you're uh, if you're overseas, if you're in Europe, or if you ordered after that day, you might be a week or two later. If you've... If you're one of the folks that just jumped on for the premiere edition and you didn't get the Founders Edition, you could be waiting as long as December 4th, which is the latest date that I saw in this regards. So um, I am in that November 20th, 21st range, and I know I posted that, and I know a lot of folks have later dates, and they're and they're not happy having later dates, and they think my earlier date is, is a good thing. I am upset with my later date. I'm going to be upset if this thing isn't here on November 19th. I think it will be, just all... I think it will be. I think Google's just putting some placeholders, but uh, that is the expectation when you pre-order something is to have access. You know, I feel like that Seinfeld show when when he like when he orders a rental and he puts it on reserve. He's like, "That's the point. The point is that I pre-ordered the car. It would be here." Um, and I know it's it's hard, and you got to ship things and all that, but I mean, that's the. That's the expectation when you do this. When you play in this kind of business, that's the expectation that Best Buy and Amazon give us. I'm not going like, to kill them if it's, you know, a day later or something like that. But my expectation is I want to play it the day that everybody else plays it. That's why I pre-ordered it the moment they announced it. Yeah. And uh, if folks have to, and I, I'm a, I, I know that the headline will be written, Somebody's will get lost or something. And they won't get theirs until two weeks after. And and that's going to suck for somebody. And that really, really blows. But Um, hopefully they do a good job
1: of getting these things out there. Mine currently says delivered by November 8th to 11th.
0: Oh, I haven't checked mine since yesterday. So maybe they've even updated them since then. I imagine once they start marking them for shipping, that we'll get better times. We'll get tracking numbers and stuff like that. I guess I'll I'll
1: get mine hopefully a week before I can actually use it. (laughs) That'd be awesome. So
0: here's the thing. A lot of folks are asking... And I got to say this. I haven't checked since yesterday if this has been clarified, so this might have been answered already. A lot of folks are asking like, hey, we understand that it might take a week for you to give me my controller. Can I still use it on my PC? Can I download the client and plug in my Xbox controller like you said? Mm -hmm. And there has been no answer to that. I'm going to theorize that the answer to that is going to be no, because I think you need your Stadia bundle because I bet it's got your codes and your activation stuff in it. I think you're going to need your box before you can get your name and everything. And that's how they're going to, like, keep that, you know, keep that in waves and kind of block it off. But, I mean, there is the maybe the expectation is that they'll email all, us all that stuff, you know, in advance. And we'll have it all set up ready to go. But. Yeah.
1: I think they had mentioned that they would be emailing the code. Um, it's not gonna, the code
0: to set up your name,
1: right? Well, like everything. I think that it'll, like, even the Buddy Pass will come in an email oh, okay. with your, your, redemption code or whatever i think i remember All of that, that would be good then so but, maybe we can use it on our pcs if we don't have the controller so this raises a question though can we only play with our three months of stadia pro if is base gonna launch as soon as those three months are over or we just we can no longer use it unless or, they buy yeah. uh, unless you, have to buy a game. Unless you can, subscribe
2: right yeah
1: yeah so it's either use up your three months or subscribe or use up your three months and don't play until base launches mm. yep, pretty yeah. much yeah. that seems weird so un- unless base is going to launch right on was that February <laughs> they 19th <laughs>
0: they announce a base launches like November 12th and then we're going to have a real fun show to record <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so, uh, Dev, what was your date? Uh, November 27th
2: to December 3rd. I'm not even bothered that by that at all.
0: <laughs> I would be. But we'll see if you can use your PC. I mean, because you were going to use the PC anyway.
2: I mean, if I'm here, I'm not going to use Stadia at home. I'm going to just play the game. <laughs> so, yeah, Stadia's only use case is going to be only wants outside of Destiny. the house
0: man we are not painting a very like good picture of success for for stadium so <laughs> With three very acute use cases yeah the hope <laughs> for them to make money The hope for me is
2: if it does get here on that date i'm going down to like a friend's house for the day after thanksgiving down in temecula so if i get it by then and it works that's a pretty cool use case i can show all my friends like hey check this out
1: check this out you know i mean it. honestly it I think for my use case, if, if it works well enough, this would kind of be like how I treat my Switch, how a lot of most games I buy on Switch because I can take it wherever I want. And if my wife is watching TV, I can still play it. So the same with Stadia, like most games I'd be fine with buying on Stadia because I can play on my tablet while she's watching TV or I can play at work. So... Um, it would only be, like, really exclusives that I would buy on Xbox or, or PlayStation.
0: Okay. Yeah. That, 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 that makes sense. Um, it is, it's going to be interesting to see how next-gen, once we have all of the details, right, once we see what PlayStation and Xbox is doing with Now and xCloud <coughs> and then how Stadia factors, it's very, very interesting to see what, what that impacts to Switch and mobile gaming. Yeah. What does it do to both of those things in terms of their marketplaces and their viability? Because, yeah, this is, I mean, Nintendo always has their exclusives and that's always been their thing. And it doesn't matter what console or what gimmick or what they're trying to do. Their exclusives is the backbone of their business. They always think that the exclusives are good enough to sell to people. But it could really hurt the rest of their marketplace in terms of partnerships and getting other games and things like that if everybody's just moving over to Stadia X
1: Cloud or PlayStation Now so I think it'll be years before we see stadia make any sort of real impact if it does yep. because people who already own a switch aren't going to switch over to stadia you know if they can play Not all unless the same you can games. put
0: stadia on the switch
1: yeah unless i do think i do think that's a
0: big deal like if any of these partners can get their app onto switch I think that's a huge leg up in terms of getting adoption yeah I would imagine xcloud would probably have the best bet but I mean from all of the internal things that have been shared or possibly I don't know if you call it leaked, but multiple people have said that Nintendo is also working on something of their own. Mm-hmm. So if they're working I mean, I would imagine that they're licensing something from somebody else and just branding it their own. Mm-hmm. So they might license X Cloud from Xbox and just call it Nintendo something or whatever. Um just knowing Nintendo. I have no I have no <laughs> expectations that they can run a cloud gaming service. They <laughs> <laughs> can barely run
2: an <laughs> online service.
0: Right. But like if if Microsoft and I mean, I guess this is all just conjecture and speculation. If Microsoft is really serious about xCloud and they want to get to the switch, it would make a lot of sense for them to be like, use our system, use our stuff, just pay us. And you put your logo on it, call it yours and sell it as your own. They might even have a better adoption rate on switch if they did that. Um, But the games and the partnerships and everything's already there. They just have to do like some system stuff in terms of accounts and eShop and all that. Mm -hmm. But it would be interesting, very interesting how that goes because I think that, I think that's a natural partner because I think b- because that device is so many folks on the Go device, it makes sense to get your app there first. You'll have a bigger adoption, more people will use it. And at the same time, it provides, you know, switch uh, access to an additional library that it, it won't have without it. So I think there's a win-win there for, for whoever can get there, if anybody ever does.
1: Yeah. But
0: I'm remiss. I regress. Let's move on. Jade Raymond resurfaced. Which I think is fantastic. I was just talking to um, Stadia Talk. I went over there with Chase. If you guys didn't see it, I went over there and uh, hung out with him for about an hour. And we were talking. And one of the things we talked about was their messaging and the amount of different people that have come out since launch. You know, we've had Phil and we've had Justice and we had Jade for like a day. And she disappeared. <laughs> and we've had all these different people. And the Stadia connect with those, those couple of people we didn't even know, we're like, who are these people? Um, Jade Raymond was a name that i at least thought was like hey this is a big deal like you know like they're getting actual folks of credibility and stuff like that and i was excited to see her pop back up so she took to the google blog not stadia blog the google blog blog. blog.google whatever um she published an article announcing their first studio under stadia games entertainment that will be headquartered in montreal now we knew that they were going to do this like we knew that they were creating a studio i do think that this is um reading between the tea, li- tea, tea leaves, what I didn't realize is the expectation that they're going to have multiple studios. And they've got to prove that to us. Right, I understand that. we got to see what that looks like in reality. It's going to take a long time to start a studio in the first place. But they were very... Like, their wording was very specific. This is the first mm. of Google's st- studios under their, under their headline, and her job will be creating these and picking these out. But Montreal... That's a great place to do one. Like if you're going to do one, there's definitely talent, resources, and things there. This is where Ubisoft, Ubisoft is in Montreal. They have Montreal Satellite, EA Montreal, Idos Montreal, Square Enix, uh, Behavior Interactive, Game Loft. There's a lot of folks that are there in Montreal. It's kind of a hub for game development. I thought it was fantastic. So I I really like seeing that, and hopefully, you know, it gives me some hope that that this studio will start creating things. And on top of that, I got some quotes here that I'll read to you guys. Quote. It's a long-term view that Google's taking, Raymond stresses. For the big bet and huge new IP that is going to fully leverage the cloud, it may be several years. But we do have quite a few exclusive games in the works that will demonstrate some of the exciting things about the platform all along the path. It won't be four years before gamers get to see new, exclusive, exciting content. There will be some coming out every year and more and more each year. That means we're going to get a Stadia-exclusive-developed game next year, 2020?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, I think that's exactly what that Apparently means. they've never made games before because games always get delayed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I read this quote. When I read this quote, my initial reaction was they've they've paid somebody for an exclusive. And we know oh, that yeah. they have a couple, right? They've got Baldur's Gate and stuff like that, but I bet they, they've got I bet they have a couple folks working on something for them.
1: Yeah, that or was, they have a you know that was my first thought too was yeah if if they are just now picking their location for their own studio these other exclusives that are coming out are gonna be from third parties
0: yeah i don't know if we'll see the internal Google game before 2022 the earliest maybe
2: right maybe. It, depends it depends on, depends on like the game. they could take
0: up yeah they could take a small approach and do something like smaller yeah you're right but still i mean even a small game take you know, a good two years to make yeah. in most cases. It's gonna be hard for them to crank out of something. But uh
1: they've got a list of jobs and stuff open, so like they're very much just starting. So I'm curious to see what these features are going to be that only the cloud can produce. I mean mm. like are are they gonna be something really substantial that draws people in or is it just going to be like gimmicky, you know?
2: Yeah. More things on you the know, screen, what? more more
1: enemies. And does that. Well, that's rip- what she
0: mentioned. Yeah. yeah. She said it's very important from their first part exclusive games that they, they use the platform to showcase mm-hmm. what you can do with Stadia that's not possible in other platforms. And she mentioned better AI, which I think is a big deal, mm-hmm. multiplayer, large MMOs, larger MMOs, fully realized physics systems. So not having your physics tied to like certain items and things like that that only the memory can handle, but the entire world like have under this logic. And then this one's very interesting. I never thought of this, to be honest with you. Google's AI technology powering game logic. So, like, we have the Google Assistant and all this stuff and predictive text and being able to listen to you all that. Imagine if that was powering NPCs in-game. What that world would feel like if you could actually talk to them and they could respond to you in some sort of human-like quality. Hmm. Automatically. Procedurally.
2: That's a whole new experience right there. That's...
0: Yeah, that's a that's a use case for Stadia. Like if you sh- if they actually ever show a game that does that, and I have hard to believe they can do that, but if if they ever do, you're absolutely right. That's a whole new horizon. That's now Stadia must be taken seriously. And that's what I've wanted from them the whole time. So all of this stuff this is doing it for me. Like all these quotes and all this like the vision that she's pushing or you're at least presenting I'm here for it. I, w- I wish we we're a little further along the line, but this is the type of stuff that I was hoping to hear. <laughs> yeah, so
2: like I told you, man, I told you there was It's a long, it's the long game. They're playing for the long game. And like I said, like I don't think that I think a lot of the messaging right now has been really muddled and kind of paints this bleak picture. but for me, I never thought this was gonna be like a huge launch. I always looked at this as like a long term thing, and I really think that next year, is when you really hit hard with exclusives and this and that. And Google now does all of this. Stadia does all of this to really compete. And you've already got it in the hands of a lot of people. And now you can really do that media push like, hey, it works. And now we're adding all of these features. And this vision that we had at launch is fully realized. And you have all these exclusive games and all the other games that you already want to play. Are also on Stadia, but they leverage the cloud and they have this and they have this and that and better AI and all these things that you know the console boxes may not have. So,
0: sure, no, one hundred percent, I one hundred percent agree with you there. And uh, this exclusive type content, like what we were saying earlier, if this thing I want to say stumbles out of the gate, if it's a slow build, right? If we start with the bare minimums and we're working up to it, exclusives are what it's going to take yeah. to get people to give it a try a year from now.
1: Well, yeah, that's. The- that's literally how every console launch goes. I mean, outside of a few mm, use cases, but but think about like the first year or two of PlayStation 4 and, and Xbox One. The exclusives were very few far in between and what exclusives they did have weren't that amazing. Pretty sure. much every console generation, it's not until halfway through or till the end of the console generation that we get the really good games because developers are used to the hardware they're used to the coding process so I assume stadia will be the same once people see what they can do and they start you know start using it and learning from it in a few years they can create some really impressive things and with stadia they could theoretically just keep upgrading the hardware, and they never have to learn some new thing. It's just always going to be the same thing, no matter how long it goes for. Hopefully, that's the hope. The, the big difference is that those those consoles are
0: launching. You know, they launched with more momentum, with features that were there, with you know, like boxes that were selling. So when you have an install base like that, the developer has the ability to take time to develop for the hardware. You know, longer to make a better experience. Mm-hmm. My whole thing with, the, you know, it's like the chicken before the egg. My whole thing with this is if Google Stadia, you know, kind of putters out of the gate, is there any developer that's going to want to say, hey, let's go build the biggest cloud game that's ever been made? Because that's going to come with its own unique set of features and challenges. You know, that nobody's ever built games like that, that that I'm aware of. Is there a game where, you know, something like Google's AI is running NPCs or there's a billion people on maps or a thousand person battle royale or whatever they're trying to think of? Somebody's going to have to build that. And even with all the power that's there, that's going to come with its own networking issues and everything like that, especially for multiplayer and things like that. So I'm a little worried that if they don't, if Stadia is not a success, like unless Google's paying for it, Which is, I mean, that would be the the solution. But unless Google's paying for it, how many developers are going to go, yeah, I can make money over there by building this gigantic, awesome game for this platform that
1: uh, not many people are jumping on early? Ubisoft and Beyond Good and Evil 2. Mm, Secure it as an exclusive and their whole planetary go from space to giant city. That's real good. have that.
2: Yeah. That's good. That's a good one. Heck, Cyberpunk 2099. If you can make that world much more lively on Stadia because of the cloud, it
1: could be something. Is, yeah. Is that a future that we see possible where, you know, multi-platform games come to Stadia with extra features because they can integrate so. more AI, better AI, whatever?
0: I don't think so. I would say this. Let me clarify. I don't think so at least early. The first two years, not a chance. I don't think so. I think until Google firmly establishes a piece of the market and a good piece, I don't think developers that are focused on development on console are going to spend a whole lot of – it's just like Switch. They're not going to spend a whole lot of time customizing for that one platform because that's money. Mm -hmm. That's development. That's resources. I don't think they're going to be like – well, here's Cyberpunk on Xbox and PlayStation, but on Stadia, we've rebuilt the entire game with all this new AI. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't have to rebuild the game. Just add a couple of
1: sliders, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, that's not how that works. You've got you've got medium, high, ultra, and Stadia. Exactly. That's that the last slider. Because unless... <laughs> <laughs> it just immediately drops like a thousand just more check. NPCs in the city with AI automated dialogue. <laughs>
0: That'd be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking uh, every time I keep, you know, I don't know what this means because every time I hear folks talk about this, the first thing I talk about is gigantic battle royale because I think that's just a sell, right? That's the buzz term. That's the game that everybody likes. If you could make it bigger, I guess people would like that. I don't don't know why, but I I think somebody would like it because if you win out of 100, right, and you get that accomplishment feeling, that's got to feel amazing if you're like number one out of 10,000 or something like that, right? I guess. I mean,
2: I feel like if you do do a battle royale with more people, that just makes the game take longer. It makes queues take longer yeah. to get into. And, yeah, sure, I've I just won against 200 people, but how, how long did it take? What, what did it cost? And how much does that
0: really change the experience if you just beat more exactly. people? Exactly. Unless
2: you are, are queuing up with
0: larger teams,
2: like you can take on like a six-man team, against a lot more six-man teams instead of three, so you take the apex idea, double it, and then you have, you know, double the amount of people, so now instead of 100, it's sure. 200, but you're in six-man teams, so maybe something like that uh, could be fun, or, and you think about, like, for example, uh, COD, they have, what, 32 versus 32 right now? Mm-hmm. What about 64 versus 64? So you, you hundred. Yeah, you just get bigger, bigger teams.
0: Yeah, and... Uh, I've been thinking about because a lot of people keep bringing this up every time cloud technology gets used with Stadia and how it can deliver different things. Everybody just seems to want to up numbers. And I, that was the, the thing that my instant reaction every time I see it is, does upping the number make the game better?
2: I, I don't think so. I don't so. know
0: if that makes the game better at all. I'm better. But maybe it does. Better physics and better
2: AI would be way more interesting to me than yes. having more people on the screen. Like I, I 100%. I, I want the gameplay experience to be better. I don't really care about... Killing more things or seeing you know more NPCs or more enemies. I I, I want the games to run better. I want to have better physics. I want to destroy a building and watch it fall even more realistically or something
1: in pieces. Yeah,
0: actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crackdown. The 3. second
1: game that I always. I'm sorry. Crackdown Three already brought that. Did it? <laughs> the cloud destructive <laughs> building. Don't say that. Don't do that. <laughs>
0: the second thing. The second game that I think about, and uh, I'm not. I'm not postulating that'll it ever be there but the game that comes to mind when i think of all this different stuff is shadow of war or shadow of mordor take one of those games if they could ever make it exclusive or something like that and but build it around this type of stuff if i could have more waves of orcs that are smarter you know that are like planning and and coordinating attacks in waves and trying to trap you and all that and everything's coming around like I think that makes that game infinitely better. If they're smarter, if they are more responsive, if the dialogue gets better because of it, that game could be, a game like that could be amazing. Isn't that
2: Orcs Must Die?
0: (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. All right. Ooh. Ooh. This excites me. Darksiders Genesis will launch on Stadia and PC on December 5th and on PS4, Xbox one and switch on February 14th, two month exclusive launch with Stadia. Now this is something that I've, I was getting this game regardless. I'm, I'm very excited about this game. For those of you who haven't followed it, um, this one features strife and now war they showcased in the latest trailer that wars back. So you can play co-op and you can play as both, um, but instead of the Darksiders 3 approach that they just took, where they kind of tried to make like a Souls-like game, if I could call it that, this is Diablo. They've taken Darksiders, the lore and everything, and they've just applied it to Diablo, and there's not been a better like crossover, copycat-like approach for a game, in my opinion, in many, many years. <laughs> like, this is perfect. Darksiders is perfect for Diablo. I'm so excited um, for this game to come out, and this provides me with at least one game that I will buy on Stadia because of the exclusive, because of the timed exclusive release, because of the time that it's coming out, and because of the price. It's only a $40 game. It's not a $60 game. Um, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it on Stadia. I'm probably going to pre-order it as soon as it comes available, whatever. I might not even wait for reactions. I'm just going to buy this game and try to play it on Stadia and see how it runs. And I'm excited because up until this announcement, I've said it for, what, six shows in a row? I don't know what I'm buying on stadia like that's been like a consumer problem that i'm having and it's just me but at the same time i've never had like a console that i've bought without the expectation (laughs) of a game that i also wanted to buy now i have one i have a game that i want to pay money for and they have a business you know scenario at least out of me they will make 40 dollars out of me on something
1: so i wonder how much of this is um really going to matter in terms of because I've always equated Stadia with basically being a PC. Mm-hmm. And yep. so there are games that are on PC that are not on console because, you know, they're exclusive to Steam or, or whatever. But I feel like more often than not, than not, the biggest games come out on console and then they'll come out on they PC do. later. Like, mm-hmm. it's very rarely is it PC first and then console. Unless you're talking about the millions of games that are on Steam. But, I mean, this is exciting. Epic, and Epic Game Store. You need to swap out Steam
0: <laughs> for Epic Game Store. Epic Game Store is the place now.
1: Well, and that's why I think if, if Google can partner with somebody like Steam and be able to have those games on Stadia, I mean, to be able to have your entire PC library would would be amazing.
0: That would be a neat nice, a neat connection I, I don't know i mean that they can't even get the wireless on the controller to work yet i mean you're talking about api integration for thousands of games and then like what's in it for steam or epic or whatever you More know they're money. Be using their client right? <laughs> it i guess i don't know how much stadia would want to pay for that i mean, i don't think i mean i think it's evident stadia's path right now or at least their approaches and to get more and more and more lots of content it's not about the quantity of content at least mm-hmm. early on i guess I think they've very much got like here's 30 or 40 games and we want you to focus on these while we fix everything else
1: i guess what i'm hoping for is i want console developers to treat stadia like another platform like another console platform that they can just develop for at the same time they are with playstation and with xbox and with a lot of those developers that develop on PC first, I hope they also treat Stadia <laughs> like a PC. And mm-hmm. I think that's the case. I think that's what we're seeing here with this game. I think
0: PC-focused devs will support Stadia much faster. Because mm-hmm. those devs are typically the ones that want their game anywhere, everywhere. You know, like the Pillars of Eternity and the Divinity, Divinity Original Sin. Like They're putting games wherever you can buy them. Epic Store, Steam, Switch, Xbox, PC, they don't care. Humble Bundle, they just want you to buy and play their game. And I think those devs, like Darksiders, like, you know, like what we're seeing here, I think those devs will adopt Stadia first. I also think because it's Linux, that makes a lot more sense. And they've got the API and all that to, to transition the game. So they're already developing the PC versions of the game. Devs that are focused on consoles, that's a harder story. Even for the ones that support PC, they typically come later. And they're typically, even though they have like a lot of sliders for better improvement, a lot of times they're not even the best version. They come with their own set of problems in terms of polish and, yeah. and the games running, you know, uh, expertly tuned. They haven't been tested like their Xbox and PlayStation releases have been. Yeah, because so you have I'm to thinking
2: like- think of all the different variations of PC. But with Stadia, yes. you're not looking at different variations, so I think you can fine tune a game for for Stadia and the Stadia experience a lot better than you can for the multitude of different setups you have with PC.
0: Yeah, yep.
1: I just want. The I'm thinking best of like of both Square
0: both Enix, yeah, Square Enix, Rockstar, you know those types of folks. They typically support PC pretty well. At least those like those
1: platforms get games eventually. Eventually, yeah. Uh, eventually, I'm Red Dead Redemption more. Two coming to Stadia. Yeah, I'm that'll, thinking more Yeah, that'll like, be a pretty interesting use case, a big open world. Yeah.
0: Mm. It'll be interesting to see if, like, Final Fantasy comes or the Marvel game. Maybe Marvel Avengers comes to Stadia. It, yeah. it is coming to Stadia. They already said that it's coming to Stadia. Oh, that's
1: right. Yeah, I yeah. completely forgot about that. Yeah, I, I don't think Final tweet. Fantasy, because that's still just PlayStation 4, right? No, it's on PC. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. Think, I think Final
2: Fantasy, whatever, 15? The the not online one is also coming to Stadia, I
0: believe. I saw that in the list too. Yeah. So, so those devs, I think, will. You know, I think you're right. The fact that they can release a PC port dedicated to one setup, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. They'll, they'll figure out a way to make that turned work. up to eleven. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited about Dark guys. You already know that. But this kind of comes with a caveat that, uh, again, take one step forward. Like when this news dropped. I was like, all right, now I'm feeling it. I got Uplay Plus, I got UV Plus, uh, Gods and Monsters, Watch Dogs, Darksiders. Woo! Let's do this stadium. I was feeling it. And then Friday happened where all of it was delayed. <laughs> Guys, uh, <laughs> we talked about this on the PSVG podcast, which will come out Monday. So if you're listening to this to the day it was released, two days from now. So Kevin and I broke down all the news. So I don't want to get into all the different dates and everything, but. Let's just get this out of the way. Ubisoft has basically delayed their entire catalog. So the question as that relates to Stadia is if you were like me and like the last four shows where I kept saying the best thing that Stadia has going for right now was Uplay Plus because of Gods and Monsters, because of Watch Dogs, because it was somewhat early. We're expecting a February, March. Mm -hmm. Now all that's gone. So the question is, do you think that one, will UB Plus come to Stadia somewhat early? Like, is there even a reason to try and to think that it will be there at, in March or April? Because um, they never gave us a date. They just said in 2020, this, you, you will get, you you know, you play plus. And then, you know, if Watch Dogs and Gods and Monsters and these new games aren't there, are you going to subscribe to it anyway? Because I'm not. I mean, I was, I my full transparency, I was going to subscribe to you play plus for maybe February and March and maybe April to play those games and then Maybe not. You know, I might mess around with Far Cry or something, but then I'd turn it off. I wouldn't keep subscribing. Um, but what about you guys? I mean, I'm thinking
2: I might still do just like a one month 14.99. We'll go ahead and subscribe and play a lot of some of the older stuff. Play like Far Cry and see how it runs. Just to test yeah, it to out. see how it runs on yeah, Stadia. Yeah. Play, you know, Ghost Recon. Play some of their games that I know play better on PC and see how that stacks up on Stadia. Um, But am I going to keep a subscription for that? Absolutely not. I'm just not going to, because until they have the newer stuff for me to play, I really don't play a whole lot of older games. But I, I think that just to try it out, just to see how well Stadia performs in comparison to PC and console um, with Uplay Plus. I think it's cool for 15 bucks to be able to have access to a bunch of games and test out a bunch of different scenarios and see how well it plays without having to worry about downloading the thing first. Just jump right in.
0: Yep. I got me last night with Call of Duty. I went to go jump into my campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Download a patch. Took 35 <laughs> minutes. It's all the time I had before the movie started. Didn't play
1: Call of Duty. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a similar boat where I'm going to treat it like every other subscription where I just subscribe to it as needed and then unsubscribe Do the delays I don't hurt need
0: it? Do the delays hurt were, were, were either of you planning on using Uplay play plus on stadia to play one of these games yeah uh, or is it just me so it's, it's uh, both of us
2: yeah because i mean I, I i was gonna have it for pc regardless and i want to play watchdogs so i had planned on having Uplay play plus there
0: yeah so i wouldn't play Watch Dogs without it like I, yeah. that was the reason i was gonna play watch Dogs.
1: if you're not the type of person who cares about owning something then subscribing for fifteen dollars, playing a game is better than paying sixty dollars. Um, sure. Yeah. But I I wonder if all of these delays will actually benefit Stadia because I think a lot of the complaints with Stadia was, oh, all these games are coming to Stadia, but we've already played them or we're gonna play them, but now mm-hmm. that they're all delayed past Stadia's launch, you know, like something like Doom Eternal, you know, yeah. people might decide to yep. buy that on Stadia instead of you know, playing it on their PlayStation f- 4 or Xbox six months beforehand. Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe so. So I got really excited to get one game, and then they took everything else that I was thinking of playing away. So now I'm back into the I will play Darksiders. And I don't know what else. I have no idea what I'm going to play uh, at the Destiny duh! Come on. I'm not Come on, we are
2: Destiny. playing Destiny on you our just, lunch breaks. We are going to shoot some it. monsters in the face. Did
0: Destiny go free-to-play? Uh, like yes, is it free to play a free to play version it, of it? Yes, the icon showed up on my Xbox. I think Kevin put it on my Xbox or something. Yeah, I was like, why is this here? He downloaded <laughs> the, the
2: the new line version. Yeah, it's got a it's got a fully gotcha. realized free to play version of Destiny.
0: Okay. Well, we will see. I'm uh, at the moment. I'm thinking Darksiders and Guilt. That's what I'll play. And I, I'm assuming Guilt's a launch game, but I don't think so. Like I keep thinking that it is, but they haven't really, like announce that so we'll see all right gentlemen we've got two really cool things to talk about here to close out the show uh hands-on impressions for both cloud streaming platforms as jared has got into the x cloud beta i don't know why or how you did that that's <laughs> really pissed I, I was like refreshing my email for like four days trying to see if i got in and dev has went hands-on with google stadia so let's start with dev since this is the google stadia show and tell me uh, about your experience please omit the names so we can protect them yeah. from uh, any sort of
2: reaction i won't name names um so yeah i played i played destiny 2 on stadia on a pixel with a dualshock 4 hardwired yes yeah, plugged in and i didn't see like i didn't see the ui or any of that stuff i just literally just got to jump into destiny and it already ran better than it does on PS4. <laughs> Which Wow. <laughs> and we were on my wi my Wi Fi connection and it I was also we were building a PC for a friend and downloading a bunch of stuff. So I was using up a lot of my bandwidth. So you could see at times where it would jerk, but that was because it was, you know, Wi Fi. But the frame rate, the the smoothness, the responsiveness was it felt like I was playing just a miniature version of, of it on PC. It looked great on, on the screen. It was just running in
0: just 1080 um, because the pixel didn't get so any really the, higher. The miniature piece is the part that I wanted to mm-hmm. ask you about. How does the scale work? Like you would still be able to identify the HUD and yes. see all the text and, and everything.
2: everything was totally crystal clear. It looked like I was just playing the exact same game on a smaller screen. And because the frame rate was better everything was clear everything moved well all everything felt super responsive so when i'd punch something it just punched it, it didn't feel like there was any kind of latency um with the controller at all and again this isn't even the controller being wi-fi this is a controller just plugged in just a regular dualshock plugged 4 in. not a stadia controller just a dualshock 4 plugged in um and just running around that world and it felt it felt like i was playing destiny like you wouldn't be able to say no this is not like this it didn't feel like you know some bastardized version of the game it felt like right. playing some knockoff yeah it felt like i was playing it on pc but on my phone like that's, that's how movie. nice it felt it was oh, i was like oh this is
1: this is glorious and you've one of the questions i'm sorry go ahead i was gonna say you've obviously put in a billion hours into <laughs> destiny so <laughs> i mean you're you're very good um Example as to see how it feels. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody's never played it before, it they might not notice some latency. But you understand how Destiny is supposed to feel, and it felt comparable. Oh yeah, it felt like I
2: said it felt like I was playing it on my PC rather than my PS4. Because PS4 with the thirty frames, I feel like I'm slogging around in mud now, (laughs) which (laughs) drives me absolutely insane. Like it's so hard for me to play on PS4. When I can play it on PC instead and like a lot of my clan is on ps4 so that's where we do all of our rating and when I'm there like the field of view and then just the 30 frames like you just feel like you're moving in slow motion where on Stadia you were able to turn the field of view up to like PlayStation to I mean to like the PC version and the game speed felt right like I said I couldn't detect any latency as far as how i was playing the funny thing is my boy was like yeah this is actually the laggiest i've ever seen it and i was like it doesn't feel laggy or anything at all so
0: wow one of the things that i I was going to ask you i don't know if you have the answer to this but it's something i've been thinking about with the pro and the bandwidth and everything is there a slider where you can like determine the type of picture quality that you're setting can you be like 720p 1080 or 4k or as if you're what I'm asking is, like, if your wireless can do 4K, does it automatically do it? I have no idea. Like, what if I, I can do 4K, but I don't want to use that much data? Can I turn it down manually? Yeah, I have no idea. Like, can I govern it? I have, okay. All I did was, here's, here's, here's Destiny.
2: <laughs> and we did
0: see, you know, they, they announced a trailer. Uh, we, I should have put this in the news, but they announced a trailer where they did like a recap of what it was. In that trailer, we saw the UI. Um, that's the first time that I've seen the UI. So, and it looks like you know it's very modern UI design. It looks like like a Roku, you know, like the you have tiles that you can go up and down, pan across, and the background picture of the top half of the screen, you know, um, changes, and your tiles are kind of in the foreground. So, uh, nice. nice. I a- Did you, you didn't get to see the the UI or the store, or the settings or anything like that. He just turned on Destiny, <laughs> and handed you Destiny,
1: and that was it. You didn't yeah. see him like open an app stadia app he was just like uh-uh. it was already playing when he gave it to you yep okay it could have been like a youtube video and he's just like hey dad press button i have another question <laughs> so you mentioned about being able to change the field of view mm-hmm. so does that mean destiny 2 on stadia is running the pc version rather than the a console version that's exactly what it felt like all right cool that's
0: cool and you played like online did yeah, you Did you see any sort of like did you see any sort of, like, chat options or anything like that? Did you have any experience, any queues no. or loading uh-uh. issues? None of that. Hmm. Okay. I like, want oh,
2: There's people actually playing, because usually he said it's, like, it's kind of empty, but there are other people playing at the same time.
0: That was yeah. my next thing. I was just wondering, like, are you on Destiny servers, or is this, like, Google only? It's,
2: they, said that it, they said that it's its
0: own thing. Um, so, Destiny came
2: out and said that the Google Stadia version, you're only playing with People that play Google Stadia and every console right now is, you know, separated. However, they do have the cross play. So when you jump in, you jump in with your account. And now the PlayStation is like, hey, yeah, everything is cross play. I expect to start seeing a lot more games like Call of Duty that has cross play across everything. So I I feel like that's going to only be a matter of time before we start
1: seeing that. So does that mean the other people that you saw were all playing on Stadia? Yes. Just all a bunch of Google employees? I guess. (laughs) <laughs> yeah did you play with phil harrison i mean who knows it's possible i don't know i wonder what his screen name how, is. how were the um did you were you able to go into any areas where it had to load uh like, did the loading time seem everything, any faster? Everywhere? everywhere that
2: i ran it that's the thing like there's only a few places where you actually get loading times in destiny like it's so few and far between for the most part. Uh, The time you're loading is when you're flying down to a planet or whatnot. But when you're like on the planet and running around, there's no seamless. Yeah. I was just
1: curious if you went up into your ship and saw the loading times, if it was like super long or not. So what I can say is uh, like
2: when you have to bring up the menu in Destiny on console, it takes forever. Like you hit the menu button, you wait, it loads in and you're going between like uh, your inventory, your quests or whatnot on PC. It's boom, 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 boom. On Stadia, boom, 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 boom. Like, even like another friend that was there with me was like, Oh my God, this moves so much faster. And then he got to see the PC version. He was like, Oh, yeah, that definitely, like, here's the console. We're just going to check the console version out the window because it's so much more responsive. So the loading doesn't, it doesn't have that same issue that it does on on PlayStation. Everything is really, really snappy like it is on PC.
0: Very cool.
1: Exciting. It works. Do you have any more questions, Jared? Uh, no, that was it. My other question was if he saw the app or anything, but we already asked that. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: Now, Jared, tell me about Project X Cloud. This will be Stadia's, I guess, main competition, at least for the foreseeable future on new emerging technology.
1: So, X Cloud, I, I'm not as excited about it as Deb is for his experience with Stadia. Um, I played it at home with, I have a 200 uh, megabit connection, I played it at home on my phone with Wi-Fi, and it ran really well, like I'm not saying it's bad or terrible or anything, it, it did run well, but with an Xbox controller, it was a little bit, there was some latency, you could notice okay. it, I didn't try any, th- any kind of like multiplayer, because I'm really bad at that to begin with, so I'm <laughs> not a very good use case when it comes to that, um, but playing um halo and i tried sea of thieves a little bit but just single player by myself once you get used to it like it's it's easy enough to play um, you can
0: get conditioned to like the the, the timing yeah the lag because it's
1: not huge like it's not like you press a sure. button and a second later it happens Th- there is right. some latency it's not like a direct connection but it it's definitely good enough to play and i think i think google is always going to have the one up on on microsoft in terms of technology and and the streaming technology but the only but with microsoft once they open it up if you can play every single game that you own that's going to be a big thing Uh, right now it's limited to four games there's uh gears five halo five sea of thieves and some fighting game killer instinct i think oh, i didn't i didn't try that one try some fighting try game. killer instinct i don't play see, fighting games
2: i get that but just play it and see how responsive it is because that's one of those where you have to be precise so i'm curious as to how bad that would be
1: see and that, but that's that's why i didn't even try it because i'm not really the fighting game type so if I'm terrible at it, it's either because I'm terrible at it or because of Just, the latency. No, blame it blame it on latency. <laughs> You're like, oh, I can't play this game. You gotta unleash uh, the at least the with Halo and Sea of Thieves, I had some sort of experience. so I could This tell. is the moment I wanted to bring up the uh,
0: PlayStation's patent for a cloud Stadia-like controller. Did you guys see that? Mm-mm. No. PlayStation patented a controller that explicitly connects to the server and sends over Wi-Fi signals to things. So a lot of people are thinking that they could, you know, some sort of addition to PlayStation Now. And then, I mean, you have to think Microsoft's working on doing something very similar. I think I think you're right by the statement on the leg up. I think they've put more effort into it. But I think everything that they unveil and uncover, I think PlayStation Xbox will be right behind them to implement those things. So, um, you know, a year from now, I expect it to, you know, it'll run better.
1: Mm-hmm. So here's the my experience with XCloud. I played it at home on Wi-Fi on my phone. I played it at work on mobile. I have I think I did a speed test. It was like 80 megabits down. It ran exactly the same as at home. Um, I did try mobile at like 25 megabits per second, and that was pretty choppy. Like mm. it was a mess. It was a little hard. Um, I also tried it at two megabits per second, and that was just unplayable. There was, I don't even think I could get through the menus. It was just super unresponsive. Um, Obviously, you don't expect to play it at two megabits per second, but I did a speed test and I wanted to try it to see what it was like. Um, Gears 5, the PowerPoint presentation. I mean, at least it connected, right? Yeah, it it loaded in. It just, once it loaded in, it was just watching a slideshow of a video game
0: um same question like the ui the hud and everything everything looked good and the menus you could read everything the text wasn't too small and all. yeah
1: i mean because you're talking about you know almost a six inch five to six inch screen that you're holding 10 inches away from your face it's pretty comparable to a big tv across the room
0: the reason i keep asking is i I had like this in my mind of everybody just doing like the lowest effort like ability of like like try where they just shrink the picture, yeah. right? And it like shrinks everything else. And I have to imagine that they've got a they've got a shrink they've got to have like some sort of scaler, right? Because they've got to shrink the picture, but they also need the menus and things to stay somewhat big enough for you to read, you know? Because if it scales one to one, you are not gonna be able to read anything.
1: I I don't know if they've done any scaling, but I didn't have any issue like navigating through the it's menu good. and it's good. finding what I wanted. Um, the the, the twenty five megabit on mobile was interesting though because Google promises 1080p 60 frames at that speed. Yeah. And with XCloud, obviously it's in beta, so like I'm not sure. I'm not trying to destroy it. I think it was very impressive for what it was and I could definitely play games on it. But if you if you have anything less than 30, it kind of seems to not work super well at this point. And so if, okay. if Stadia can deliver like at only 10 or 20, I think that's going to be a a big win as well yeah yeah
0: that's a big advantage absolutely and so right now with the x cloud beta you're only running off of xbox servers you couldn't test like the remote play part
1: of it at all um i think you can there is an option um you can because right now when you open the app there's like an x cloud and you can press the menu button and it says play from your xbox i haven't tried that yet but i was just trying out (laughs) the x cloud servers
0: i would like to hear what that sounds like on the go not at home but on the go I i'll like try that because i can actually play, like. play
1: most of my library i believe if i do that it'd be interesting to see if that runs better worse I'd, comparably yeah. i don't know if you can do that anywhere though i think that's only on the same wi-fi connection at this oh, point. oh no really well i think right now okay i, I think oh, okay. i think the promise later on is <laughs> you like can that. use your own x your own xbox as a quote-unquote server yeah, but that's just remote play. I was, but say, I was so
0: upset when they said that. Yeah, I was like, "That's just remote play." Yeah, don't don't quote me on that
1: because I haven't tried it. But it's possible that right now it's only on the same Wi-Fi like remote play.
0: And that's also dumb. Well, remote remote okay. play works anywhere with PS4. Yeah, you can use remote play anywhere. I've it used remote sucks, play in Denver. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's it's so my own thing with PlayStation Remote Play is that it works. Yeah, like I played it. It works. It's a way to play the game. It's fine. Um, oh. The only thing that I don't like about it is like the quality of life things that you have to do to make it work in terms of like, like on the uh. Vita, like having to sync it up with passcodes and stuff and not being able to remotely turn on like your, really? I, when I played it, and it's been, it's been a minute, but when I played it, I couldn't turn on my PlayStation. I actually have to call like Melissa and be like, go downstairs and turn on my PlayStation uh. and then tell me the code that's on the screen so I can sync up with my Vita and play from where I am. It was this whole rigmarole oh, of having to go through all that, that. so terrible. that's why I never got into it. But once I got into it, totally ran well, Like because probably, I probably used Vita. I probably used my Vita most playing PS4 <laughs> Remote Play than I did any other game actually on the Vita. I wonder why it didn't stay
2: registered, because I've only ever had to register anything once. So like my phone, I registered it once. Uh, My laptop, I just signed into my PlayStation account, and it turned on my PlayStation remotely, no problem. So I've played remote play on the laptop, on my phone, just in various places,
0: and it never had to... Everything that I've played, I haven't played since they, like, it was all before the PC app clank. Uh, That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, like, this isn't something I've done, like, two months ago. This was two, three years ago when I was messing around with it. When I when I was playing my Vita more often, mm. I've never downloaded the PC client. Uh, yes, yeah, so, I was using the,
2: a side-loaded uh, hacked Android client <laughs> two, three years yeah. ago. And it worked. Yeah, and I yeah. turn the PlayStation on remotely and I... That never worked I would for me. And, that was, yeah. so and much, you know was what?
0: Great. As simple as that is, that's the reason why I stopped using it. Wow. I was like, if I've got to call and
1: tell her to turn on this box, I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to... D- I'll just play a mobile game. I do want to say that Connecting the Xbox controller to the phone was pretty simple. It's, yeah. it's about as easy as connecting any other Bluetooth, Bluetooth right? device. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is a leg um, up
2: because with the remote play, you c- unless you have... Elite 2 controller, Android Android baby. 10, ugh, you can't. It's Bluetooth.
0: coming. with Get the Wait, Elite 2 what? controller.
2: Unless you have, with remote play for PlayStation, unless you have Android 10, you can't connect the oh. controller to Bluetooth. You have to hardwire it. That's
1: why you get so you always have the latest android <laughs> that's true i mean i thought about def. that
2: and this <laughs> pixel 4 just doesn't really eh. get the pixel 3a it's like 300 bucks but Good i have enough. a note i have a note 9 it's fine
1: i know i know i'm yeah. i'm just saying it was at least on my pixel 3 with android 10 yeah. using the xbox controller was pretty seamless and nice. it was cool though um i started the app and started loading a game and I needed to connect the controller. So I backed out, went into Bluetooth settings, reopened the app, and it just kept running in the background, and the game was loaded nice as soon as I got in. So it, it keeps loading in the background, which is nice. It doesn't always have to be in the forefront.
0: That's cool. Yeah, that's does, real good. And, good. and the
1: loading was pretty fast. I think the longest I waited on the slower connections was like maybe 30 to 45 seconds for the game, like for the stream to start, because they have to like host the stream. But actually yeah. in the game, you know, it just, it loaded just like it would on an Xbox. Like
0: you have to think, are they using, they've got to be piggybacking off of like their strides with Mixer and stuff to deliver the service. Probably.
1: Or Azure. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's like Mixer's a big deal, right? Is how fast
0: and everything it's. Yeah. You know, and yeah, well, Mixer it, it's is using their, their
1: Azure servers. So I would assume yeah. that xCloud is using the same thing.
0: That's good. I got the Elite 2 controller. And I'm excited to see if that works with Stadia and all this stuff because it, it's USB C and all that too. So it'd be, it'd be cool to see all that. Very excited. Use the paddles. Place. Use the paddles. Yeah, I'm probably gonna take those off. I might sell them to somebody that use them.
1: That's the them whole EVA point. Just so <laughs> that you don't have to use the face buttons.
0: At this point, it's just a. At this point, it's just me just turning the knife and testing. I'm gonna come and I'm gonna <laughs> steal the <laughs>
2: controller from you because you are not worthy, sir.
0: Use. Every time I've used paddles, uh, and it's not been much. I said this to Kyle. Um, the paddle thing, it's just I got to get used to it. I got to, like, commit and actually get used to it. I tried it once for, like, ten minutes. You know, I was like, oh, this is not the same. This is different. And I, I tried it with Forza. Yeah, I've never actually tried to commit to learning how to try do it. Try it with Forza. Just start there. That might, that might be a good one to try it on, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. All right. That will do it for the show this month as we look forward to Stadia's launch here in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, if you're deaf. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a reminder, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Stadia Podcast and tune into all the things that PSVG is doing at PSVG.blog. You can look us up over there. we can give the master feed, do Nintendo Shack, the relaunch PlayStation XP podcast with dev and friends every Sunday morning. All that good stuff. Um, as mentioned, over on YouTube at uh Stadia Talk, I went over there and talked with Chase and hung out with him, and we had a nice little hour-long conversation. And uh, we are looking forward to doing more promotion next month after launch sometime, hopefully when we all get controllers. <laughs> I've set it up to have the Stadia cast and us record together. So if we'll have Bill and Lloyd and, and us. We'll get together and just do a little little recap reaction show, like how what it's like, what our launch was like, the games we've played, the games that worked, didn't work. Different settings, homework, all in that jazz. So I thought that'd be a cool little cross promotion. I think we're all in different places, so we'll all bring a different perspective to it. And um, I might, now the guys, we might do a live stream on that one. That was something I was thinking about. Um, so we may need to not do it at 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're listening to the show, and I know you are, thank you so much. Um, the Stadia show is actually somewhat kind of taken off on the back end. There's definitely people out there that are interested in Stadia content, Stadia opinion. And I think that's really, really cool. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, that'll do it for me. You guys got anything you want to add before we uh, close out the show? Nope.
1: Negative. I mean, honestly, doing the show again after two months has put up my excitement a little bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we do it. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. Happy Halloween. And we will see you, hopefully, near Thanksgiving, Turkey Day. Check you out next month, folks.